There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Give it to me! I'm Molly Wood. I'm Rich Straffolino. And welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, which is a podcast maker with a mission of making high quality and nutritious shows accessible to more people while elevating our communities and making the world a healthier place. Thanks for joining us. Yes, the, the fine folks at Chobani created that wonderful corporate bon mots. Uh, and that's thank you for their about page uh, for that meaningless bit of text. To bring it us to our be, show, it could be a podcast or a yogurt. Could or or I mean a great decision either way. I think basically is what we're saying. Uh, uh, it's a thing, audience. Uh, a double dose of uh, of producer Rich. Uh, you're welcome, and I'm sorry at the same time. I feel both of those <laughs> are are wholly appropriate uh, reactions to have for for all of us involved. But Molly, I'm, exci- about, yeah. I'm excited. I think the last time we were on, we were talking about the KFC. Uh, uh, chicken or the no the Popeye's chicken sandwich excuse me we were and dude chicken sandwiches have taken over the world that's all anyone cares about that's I don't... all anyone cares about <laughs> we're done we're post I mean, burger they're like the culinary equivalent of a black hole like they're slowly consuming the universe it's all chicken sandwich all the time that's not even one of my things that's just like if during the course of this recording, I suddenly disappear and all you can hear are the sounds of a chicken sandwich, it's because they're taking over. And if Popeye's comes out with an alt meat chicken sandwich, one of my predictions will have come true this year. So I'm, I'm fingers crossed, alt meat chicken sandwiches. I would need that to become a thing by the end of the year. I feel like we can Ooh. get there. Oh, we can get there. Come on. Come on. The pace of innovation is blistering. <laughs> if nothing else. All right. Well, one thing that is that is clearly blistering that I just have to this is like it's it's not even I'm not even ahead of this anymore. I feel like if I had done it last week, maybe, but mm-hmm. be real. We have to just talk about be real. We have to recognize its thingdom. I don't know where the be real train stops, but this is like the first social network. Uh, I mean, I, obviously, TikTok is like destroying and eating the world uh, with billions of people. But this is the first one that I've tried where, you know, I, I'll try every single thing that says it's the next Twitter or the next Facebook or something like that. And I use them the exact same way as any other social network. Be real. I, I enjoy it for totally different reasons than basically any other social network. Um, mm-hmm. If you're if you're not familiar with the be real, it's basically kind of wordle the wordle dynamic to a social network everybody gets a notification to post at the exact same time you have two minutes to do so you can post late if you want to but ideally unless they send it at 12 30 and you're on the east coast thanks be real anyway <laughs> once you once you post then you can see what everyone else posts for the day and you only see the day's posts for everybody so it's yeah. like you just have a little snapshot of everyone's day and it's like so freeing it really is. And it's legitimately fun because, and I am just going to say, I'm kind of shocked that you didn't do it last week. I sort of came in here like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to talk about be real this week if it wasn't done last week, but I'm sure it was. 
but it's actually also kind of good that you waited until this week because it probably let other people find out about it because it mm-hmm. just has rippled across America, not like chicken sandwich style, but pretty quickly. <laughs> and I've had multiple conversations with everybody from like us, right? It's sort of my only friends on Be Real currently <laughs> are like you and Tom. And I think my ex-husband was doing it, but he clearly got bored. And so I need some more friends on Be Real. But simultaneously, my son was like, oh, yeah, my friends all got on it. And the Gen Z producer who validates everything we say on this show was like, oh, yeah, all my friends got on it. Like it has really taken off. And it's this delightful combination of sort of urgency because mm-hmm. you have to post in a certain time frame. And um, well, I guess what would be the word for it? It's sort of like FOMO because you can't see anybody else's posts until you post. It is. But right so now, unlock. It, right now, at least it feels so low pressure. Like no one is like, everyone's literally just like, if it's during the workday, like everyone is just taking a picture of their computer and yourself. <laughs> but like, it's, it's also awesome because you're like, I don't have to like worry what my hair, well, because it's going to be gone, right? Someone's going to look yeah. at it once. They're going to give you a little thumbs up guy and, and then you're done. Right. Uh, but it's, it's funny. It's gotten to the, point, it's gotten to the point, like me and Jackie, literally, I think we have like nine people that we've roped in mm-hmm. uh, uh, to, to be real, but it's like our little be real group. And then Jackie will be like doing something. She's like, I hope I get the be real right now. It'd be cool to take a photo. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, totally. I am to-. like, if I'm taking a walk and there's like, it, you know, it's like beautiful. Uh, the cherry blossoms are out or something like that. I'm like, it'd be kind of nice. Take the be real right now. Yeah. I'm just saying. And so far I've literally only ever gotten the notification almost not, not a hundred percent, but I would say 90% of the time I've gotten the notification when I'm sitting on the couch, looking at email, I'm like, come yeah. on, be real. Like earlier I was in my studio, which is super pretty or like, one okay, I've only staged. I'm going to confess mm-hmm. to slightly staging one okay. of them because I got the notification like 10 seconds after I had walked inside from pruning roses. Mm-hmm. So then I went back outside to the rose. Wow. Bush. Yeah. Wow. Well, and, and that is uh, I'm not proud. I'm not proud. It wasn't real. I didn't be real. I, if if it, there's one weakness to the dynamic, it's like once you're late, then it's like, okay, like. I, I can kind of just post whenever and I can be a little bit more editorial, I guess, with what I want to do. But, you know, Ken 13 points out, you know, there's no upvote or downvote dynamic. Yes. I believe it's all chronological based on who posts, you know, like who posts within that two minute window first. And Amos says there's no filters, right. um, which, which yeah, there's awesome. no, yeah. And, and uh, it's also the fr- your front and uh, your selfie and your back camera on your phone. So you kind of, again, you have, you have to be in it ostensibly, uh, and, uh, and you just kind of see what everybody's doing. It's, I don't know. It just feels fun right it's now. I'm sure, I'm fun. sure it'll be ruined by t- super timely ads and video and sponsored posts at some point. Um, but that's the, that's the way the internet goes these days, right? Yeah. And so right now <laughs> it's legitimately fun and I don't know how long it's going to last, but it's also legitimately fun enough to have roped in a bunch of people. Like I can't really remember the last time other than, like you said, it probably musically, mm-hmm. which was the precursor to TikTok. It's hard for me to remember the last time something came. I guess everybody was doing house party for like one minute. Yeah. Yeah. And well, yeah. I and guess clubhouse. Clubhouse. I was just going to say, yeah. <laughs> remember, remember, remember. Oh, yeah. That happened. Remember mid pandemic. Right. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, yeah. It's fun. It's really yeah. fun. And uh, it's a good, that's a really good, by the way, a very good observation about it being um, of the wordle. Oeuvre. Yeah, it just so once it, a day. 
again, it's like you, you can not, you knock it out and then you don't stress about it. Cause really like once I post my thing, I look what everybody else posted and then I don't open it again until the next day, which is yeah. kind of nice to be in and out of something. Totally. And I almost completely forget about it in the interim. And then every time it pops up, it's like, Oh my God, fine. <laughs> <laughs> and there, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird phenomenon that would they have some, they figured it out. They figured out like a way to be a novel social network that is fun and I don't know. I want to engage. I want to engage with it. They got my yep. engagement. Uh, Ken 13. I they're probably bleeding money right now. Uh, but oh, yeah, they uh, again, don't make any money. again, mm-hmm. they, they're going to know exactly when people are going to be looking at their screens so they can sell a whole bunch of ads on that at some point. Exactly. So yeah. it's coming. So enjoy it while you can. Mm-hmm. Um, well, last week, as you know, your most unreliable host ever was. <laughs> On weekend, I'm just the worst. Even today, I was like, I'm just running 15 minutes late because I had to go to a quick coffee meeting. Last week, I I could have sworn that we were taping on Friday and actually we were taping on Thursday and I'm dumb. And I was out shopping, which apparently several listeners pointed out in my absence is somewhat ironic. And I was uh, at the outlet malls, which I almost never do, but it was just really hot. I don't know. For some reason, we just thought it would be fun. And one (laughs) thing I noticed, and I have been noticing this thing for a while, but I wasn't really sure if it was a thing. And then we went to the premium outlet malls, which include a Gucci store. And there was a line out the Gucci store. Like it was a BTS show. Like I was like, (laughs) what is happening? And it's an, it's an outlet mall. That's otherwise basically just, you know, there are some people there, but it's not like going crazy, but there is a line at the Gucci store. And I was like, you know what? I've been noticing that the Gucci belt seems to be a thing. And this big ass line outside the Gucci store tells me I am correct. Now there might be other Gucci things that people are buying, but I cannot tell you how many times I have seen lately women out in the world wearing the, the iconic, this iconic Gucci belt. That's basically just like the two GGs mm-hmm. as a big belt buckle. And, and so, Yeah. Just this past week, dropping off uh, my, what was it? I was dropping off Max to preschool. Uh, they, uh, I, I saw one of the moms rocking the Gucci belt. I did notice Seriously? that. Yes. Yes. It's, it's preschool drop off attire level. I mean, that is thing. Oh, Rama. So apparently in the, like among the fashionistas, the Gucci belt trend started getting big in 2018, <laughs> which means it is now perfectly on track to be preschool drop-off mom level. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I was thinking about it. I was like, it, it's kind of like, uh, uh, I, I know various purse brands have been status symbols over the years and stuff like that. I sound like a thousand year old man right now, but <laughs> like the idea of the belt being like, okay, it's not the most expensive thing. It, you can accessorize it with a whole bunch of stuff. It's yeah. very visible. Like I, I can totally see why on top of, I'm just, Hey, it's a, it's a fashionable belt and all the cool people are wearing them. But uh, yeah, I've definitely seen these, a bunch of these in the wild. It's, it's, it's we're going to, what is it? Bader Meinhof fit now. We're going to just, right. Right. Just totally. Right. Everywhere. You're going to see it everywhere. Yeah. 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 Well, the first time I noticed it, I was like, oh yeah, wow. Look, and I don't really, I don't wear a lot of jeans or belts. I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of like some, well, evidently just freaking yoga pants. I don't know. Um, but I just started seeing them all over. And I completely agree that it's going to be even more. And so then of course, not surprisingly, once I saw a bunch of belts in the wild and a big line outside the Gucci store, I was like, do I want one of these? 
I turns out I do not. They are not as inexpensive as you might think. I mean, obviously mm. I looked on Poshmark and I, there's this site called Wearloom that aggregates all the like resale sites Ooh. and these, yeah, it's super cool. You just put in whatever brand you want. And then like, nice. Is, you know, and then it, just, it pops them up on like eBay and Poshmark and Depop, mm. but they range from like a hundred dollars on eBay, which I assume is the knockoff because you can, they're like 400 bucks or whatever on Poshmark. I don't, I mean, I mean, can you put a price on fashion, Molly? This is why like, it seems like I shop all the time, but in (laughs) fact, there is no universe in which I would be like, yeah, I'm totally going to drop like $400 on this belt. I I could see a world where I would think I would do it, but then never do it. It's cute though. Maybe I'll just just look really quick. You know, it's, you know, it's not, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's not cute though. What? Is you know how okay, I have a meme thing. I don't know. I tried to Google this meme. I think it's just because it has some common words. Um, and it's it's something that I've just seen on like organically on social media all over the place. And it's decisions were made. I, I don't know if this is an old meme mm. or just one that I'm just getting into, but it's basically like when you're walking down and you see like you're in the tuna fish aisle and there's all the tuna fish, and then like someone put like uh, a box of cereal right there. And it's just taking a picture of that and captioning that decisions were made. And this is as, as many of my things when I present them on the show come from an Aldi group on Facebook, like this giant <laughs> Aldi group and stuff like that. But it's just like, it's kind of the silent judgment of being like, you couldn't put this back. You lazy. but it's also like, it's just kind of this hilarious juxtaposition I, I Googled it. It's not on know your meme, which tells me maybe it's just a weird, this a weird sub thing of this, but I have seen like it. I've, I've seen, I've seen a bunch of meme pictures on it on Twitter, uh, you know, Instagram, Facebook and stuff like that. So it's, it's out there. I don't know if this is just a hyper local power shopper uh, thing. Yeah. It, uh, uh, Joe hood, it feels uh, like that was a choice kind of like that, mm-hmm. but I just, I just like that. Oh, decisions were made and it, it's just this fun little thing and full credit to uh to jackie uh tipped me off on that this is a thing because we'll be walking around target and she'll just see it and go up oh, decisions were made decisions were made decisions i think it made. is definitely a thing because when i started to search it up it's a it auto completed for me decisions mm-hmm. were made me mm-hmm. i see one on reddit hold please i'm clicking it's loading uh I was mostly I checking. I was mostly checking to make sure it wasn't like this thing was a thing in 2015. <laughs> Rich just doesn't get totally. out much. <laughs> no, I think, I think it may be other people have come across this. Decisions were made. I'm trying to figure out what's going on with this. Yeah, I mean, it seems to be. Oh, it's a comment. I see. Mm. So if somebody, if somebody on look, if somebody on Reddit commented decisions were made uh, okay and you are correct sir mm-hmm. this is and, something that the that the interneters are saying and now we can search reddit comments so we can actually know how prevalent it is so fortuitous times which we live oh it's even the look. caption on a post it's the caption on a post and this is hilarious and the post is a photo of somebody who left some hand weights on a grocery shelf Mm-hmm. That is otherwise all Oreos. <laughs> so it's literally exactly in line. It is the yeah. sort of like dry commentary mm-hmm. 
that you have just described. It's like, I love this. You gave up on fitness and you bought the Oreos instead. (laughs) Decisions decisions were made. Decisions were made. Oh yeah. I'm loving this. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So I can't wait to hear if anybody else has, has been sharing this around, commenting on this. I, I, I need to know, I need the validation. Please let us know. It's the much more sort of subtle. I think it's the elevated version of mistakes were made because mm, mistakes okay, yeah. were made. Yeah. That's been funny. Mm-hmm. You know, that's been around and it can be funny when it's deployed properly. Yeah. But there's something about decisions were made. That's like even drier and therefore more hilarious. I love it. Definitely going to start saying it. So that might even propagate it further. Uh, yeah. Um, I, this is not that new except that because of TikTok, I believe it's just like gotten even bigger and it is the parkour meme where someone uses the sound from the office episode from back in like 2009, where Michael Scott and Dwight and uh, Andy are just doing dumbass parkouring all over. And they like, he Michael Scott runs in and jumps on the couch and shouts like parkour. And then they like run all around. They're like parkour. And for some reason, I think probably because the office itself has come out of the binge bucket and has been turned into a total meme. Mm -hmm. There are like so many uses of that sound all over TikTok. Parkour. (laughs) And it's basically like, I see it all the time. I don't all, I don't like every single one of them. So I don't think it's only the algorithm, but it's never not hilarious. Like you see like a kid rolling off a sofa and then it's like parkour or like a duck, you know, jumping on a dog's back parkour. It's hilarious. Like I, I, I don't, I assume it literally is based on the office popularity and just the, the fact that it's hysterical, but Oh my God. I'm like, I feel like I see it constantly and I hope others can confirm. <laughs> I, I can't say I've I've come across it, but like anything office energy related, uh, like completely baffles me in terms of uh, like I, that. That's like a boat that I have completely missed. But I respect having dove in deep into other uh, uh, you know shows like that. Like I I respect that. I realize you love it and it makes sense. So <laughs> I'm 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 happy for you, and I will I will now at least I will know I won't look like a total lamo. Yeah, if you see it and it's like goats. Here, I'm just gonna actually send it. Zooming <laughs> dogs. Yep, that's a big one. This one, this one literally has goats. I found one on memedroid.com that is tagged the best parkour meme memes, which is hilarious. <laughs> and it's like a, there's like a goat leap jumping up and leap kicking its legs out sideways, and it's all parkour. parkour. Also, I, I think that as the parent of young children. You're going to be in like such a great position to start shouting this all the time when your kids do oh, stuff. Oh, and and I'm embarrassing them endlessly for my various strains of old mandom. By the time I actually remember figure out how to use it correctly, they'll yeah they'll be completely mortified. Totally parkour. <laughs> I mean, you can see why because it's really fun. I'm just going to start sending them to you. You're, this won't be annoying at all. I'm just going to no. start texting every single time I see a parkour TikTok. I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm just going to search TikTok for a parkour. That would be a lot faster than what I just described, which is dumb. Ooh, okay, your turn <laughs> to talk, everybody. <laughs> 
All right. Well, feedback. You, you do talk to us at feedback at it's a thing dot me. I remembered the email address while I was saying it. So that's a plus. Uh, and we got some great emails in like that. Charlie dude wrote in on a seasonal thing. And this this hits close to home for me. He said is going to see the Easter bunny a thing. We used to take our kids to see Santa, but never the Easter Bunny. I had never heard about it until producer Rich. Hi, Rich. Hi, that Charlie dude. Mentioned it earlier this week. I was talking about it on Good Day Internet this week. Is this an emerging thing or maybe something regional? Thanks. And thank you, that Charlie dude. So, Molly, I need your opinion first. Have you ever have have you ever as a child or have you ever taken Eli to see the Easter Bunny? No, because he was too young for when this became a thing, which is basically like two years ago, mm-hmm. because I think that is a hundred percent true. It actually did become, a th- it was never a thing. These, I mean, you would see the Easter bunny, I guess, like if you would go on some kind of an egg hunt, mm-hmm. my, my sons. So my ex-husband is Jewish. I have a type evidently. <laughs> um, his super Jewish grandpa loves nothing more or loved nothing more when he was little than taking him to the Easter egg hunt every year. <laughs> That's adorable. It's like things that they didn't get to have, you know, you know oh. but so there would always be like a dude in an Easter bunny suit there. But I think it really is only in recent years that there's a full on, like go to visit the Easter bunny, maybe even pay $5. I don't really know. Well, it, it's weird because I, now that I'm thinking about it. So we took the kids, it was like to a, like a Kiwanis pancake breakfast fundraiser thing. And the Easter bunny was there. Now we knew the Easter bunny was going to be there. And we're like, that'd be cute to get some pictures, get a nice pancake breakfast. You know, it'll be a nice thing all around. We did kind of go there for the Easter bunny, but I remember Easter bunny interactions that seemed to be like the point of the activity was to see the Easter bunny as a kid. Like I remember, I remember at one point the Easter bunny drove up in a red convertible to my house and like said, really? hi, it was, re- I, I don't know if that was just my parents being odd, but like for me growing up, it, I wouldn't have thought it weird to see the Easter bunny. Now they are yeah. night, pure nightmare fuel seeing them as an adult. <laughs> uh, but my son was so uh, uh, enamored by the Easter bunny. He went up like four or five times. And then he got his he got his picture taken. And then a lady came up and said, hey, can we put his picture in the paper for like the little local news uh, or like the sun news around here? And so we're mm-hmm. like, uh, my kid gets to be in the paper for his love of the Easter Bunny and his pure heart. You know, I'm going to take that. Yes. And uh, it's so freaking cute. I'm not saying he sent it around <laughs> to brag, but of course he did. Mm-hmm. He did wear his fuzzy bear sweater. So that was good, too. No, no. Yeah, so, I think it is probably a mall thing. I suspect it's probably regional, like it arrived regionally mm-hmm. where you live. But yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It had been a thing, too. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Barbara has a phraseology question. I've seen Instagram posts, she writes, that state the wind or the rain or the water is a paid actor. Is this a thing? <laughs> is, okay. Is, one, I love this <laughs> and I'm going to start doing it. <laughs> is, is this like a, I don't want to believe this is chance. This is like this, this has to be intentional. I, 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 I I'm, is this I like a, so. a crisis actor kind of I thing? I think it's like, yes, I think it's like, I think it is an incredible <laughs> evolution of the American experience in which people are ironically adopting the language of batshit conspiracy theorists and for everyday hilariously applying it for every to everyday annoyances. Exactly. Like, I don't believe you. That's no, <laughs> <laughs> like I drop which, honestly, 
my mom sent me a picture of the insane blizzard they're having in North Dakota this, this week in mid-April. And mm-hmm. I was like, I, I, and frankly, had I known about this, then that's what I would have said. I was like, no, that's a paid actor. Uh, yeah, paid actor. That, no that's way that's happening. Funny. Wow. <laughs> so, so we want it to be a thing, Barbara, I guess is the thing. All right. Yeah. Dave yeah. P writes in on the palette store. This was one of my things last week. He said, hello, thingsayers. I wanted to confirm Rich's thing of the palette store around here in Minnesota. There are numerous outlet stores that sell big box returns and overstocks and the products are normally displayed on pallets. I renovated my entire house with big box hardware store returns for 30% of what they would have cost, quote unquote, new. The stores around here will put some stuff on Facebook Marketplace to advertise. That's how I find them anyway. An example uh, gives us an example of this uh, uh, that we will put into the Discord. Uh, Let me just pop that in there right now. Uh, But he says, uh, what uh, uh, what's Tom doing not taking the opening day of baseball off? Is this the new normal? Well, I have to tell you, uh, Dave P., I didn't take the opening day of my Cleveland Guardians uh, off. They are playing as we speak. That's the what? dedication we have at It's a Thing. We give up baseball for podcasts. It's true. I mean, I don't give up shopping, but they give up baseball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a bit. I just read this great story, actually, about how um, Amazon's returns are like a logistical and environmental nightmare. And they are they themselves are trying to figure out a new solution for reselling. So, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, they have they, the pallet stores are at least popular. I don't know if it's a, a sustainable future, but uh, someone's someone's liking them. Yeah, great. I would go there. And then Meredith writes in uh, with a solution to the problem of hating the damn long movies that are too damn long. I'm paraphrasing. She didn't say that. Hi, Molly, Tom and Rich. I was listening to episode 207 where you all discussed that everyone wants shorter movies. And all I could think was bring back the intermission those long operas and movies Tom mentioned had intermission, or at least I think they did. To be honest, I'm mostly basing this on sound of music. <laughs> also, this would solve the very annoying discomfort of having to pee during way too long movies. It gives a great place to pause or stop for the night when watching at home. Totally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just have well, a break, like a commercial break. Well, I feel like for, uh, and the, the other problem is even for like streaming shows that hit, you know, like the 40 plus minute mark, you know, there's no like place for the natural commercial break in a lot of them. So, mm-hmm. you know, a little intermission. I remember that in Ben-Hur classic film got the intermission, but I also like that because it split up the uh, VHS when it was the two VHS box. It was a classic. Yeah. A classic. Also, you could, I mean, I don't want to encourage this exactly but you could probably make your movie longer if it had an mm. intermission. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would probably tolerate three hours of movie if it was one and a half hours and then a break and then one and a half hours. It would have saved me a lot of pain in return of the King. I will just say that. Yeah. I'm just not having it. I'm not going to that. You can't make me. No, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. there's so many good movies right now. And I'm just like, I don't want to. That kills your day. You're like in there yeah. for two and a half. Oh, it's too much. I got work to do. It's like you're ruining my unobtainium here. You're I have B reels to post. I can't be in I there for B-reel. too long. What if I get a B reel during the movie? I'm taking that B reel. I'm not the time it. change thing, by the way, is really real. I was thinking of that last night because <laughs> the because again, you, your wife and Tom are my only friends on B reel. <laughs> <laughs> So we got the notification late, like nine PT. Mm-hmm. And I only saw Tom post and I was like, well, yeah, because everybody else is in bed. Yeah. Although then I think you guys post like at like 10 o'clock in the morning. I was like, well, that's not that's not fair to you guys either. And poor Amos, he's trying to do it in Alaska. It's getting weird B reels all the time, I'm sure. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're just being nice to him because you didn't take him for ice cream. All right. Time for the shout outs. Patreon.com slash it's a thing is if you're new here where you can support the show at any level from a dollar all the way up to our shout out level, which is where you will be treated every week to a custom artisanal handcrafted piece of freaking poetry. Mm-hmm. Your name and a shout out built by producer Rich Straffolino. And frankly, I can't believe it's taken him long this long to get around to photography. Today's shoutouts are based on Hasselblad's NASA Astronauts Photography Manual introduction. Obviously. Obviously. All right. Would you like me to have the two paragraphs? Uh, yes. I'll, I'll do the sandwich in the middle. All right. Here we go. Three, two. Paul Dow's photography manual has been prepared by David Grizzly Smith in close cooperation with the training and Morris Jones machine divisions at the Benjamin Forrest Space Center of the National Mike Akins and Kevin Sill administration. As a guidebook for the Lee Price Photography Training Program, it not only describes the operation of the Andrew Bradley 500 ELM cameras used on the Eric Duncan space shuttle, but is also a concise manual on Jake Woods to assist Gabrielle Cohen in creating the best possible space Miranda Janelle. Laura Abel cameras have performed with precision on every manned space flight since 1962. And undoubtedly, future Joe Hoods will continue to yield those awe-inspiring and beautiful Louis St. Amours from space, a priceless pictorial legacy for future James C. Smith. Yes, yes, you can get one of those at the shout-out level, patreon.com slash it's a thing. Do I look for old, weird NASA camera manuals? You bet I do. I mean, I guarantee this one he just had laying around. He just, I did. I, resisting I, the urge to go full camera here. It's, it's, it's even sadder. Like I've had that, I've had it as like a Dropbox link in like a spreadsheet for a while. And I was like, <laughs> I'm using this one. I'm using this one <laughs> for sure. Uh, so, yes, uh, patreon.com slash it's a thing. And of course, email us your things and your thoughts and your thing formations and your thing queries, all of it. Feedback at it's a thing.me. Thanks for coming out. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.